The opinions of Valentine, of course, were close to these in regard to the mystery of the Incarnation. For he said that Christ did not have an earthly body, but brought one from heaven, that he received nothing from the Virgin Mother, but passed through her as through an aqueduct. The occasion of his error he seems to have found in some words of sacred scripture, for we read in John, No man has ascended into heaven, but he that descended from heaven, the Son of Man, who is in heaven, he that comes from above, is above all. And in John, our Lord says, I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And 1 Corinthians has, The first man was of the earth, earthly, the second man from heaven, heavenly. All of these they want to have so understood that one believes that Christ came down from heaven even in the body. But this position of Valentine and that of the Manichaeans just mentioned proceed from one false root. They believed that all these earthly things were created by the devil. And so since the Son of God appeared that he might destroy the works of the devil, as 1 John says, it was unsuitable for him to assume a body from a creature of the devil, since Paul also says, what fellowship has light with darkness? What concord has Christ with Belial? And since things which come from the same root produce similar fruits, this position lapses into the same discordant falsity as the previous one. For in every single species, there are determined essential principles, matter, I mean, and form, from which comes the essential constitution of the species in things composed of matter and form. But just as human flesh and bone and the like are the proper matter of man, so fire, air, earth, and water and the like, such as we sense, are the matter of flesh and bone and parts of this kind. Therefore, if the body of Christ was not earthly, it was not true flesh and true bone, but in appearance only. And thus also he was not a true but an apparent man, whereas, as was noted, he himself nonetheless says, a spirit has not flesh and bones as you see me to have. A heavenly body, moreover, is in its nature incorruptible and inalterable and cannot be moved outside of its own place. Of course, it was not seemly that the Son of God should diminish the dignity of the nature he assumed, but that he exalt it. Therefore, he did not carry a celestial or incorruptible body below. Rather, he assumed an earthly body capable of suffering and rendered it incorruptible and heavenly. Again, the apostle says about the Son of God that he was made of the seed of David according to the flesh. But the body of David was earthly, therefore too was the body of Christ. The apostle further says that God sent his Son made of a woman. And Matthew says, Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. But he would not be called made of her or born of her if he had only passed through her as a channel, assuming nothing from her. Therefore, he assumed his body from her. Furthermore, Mary could not be called the mother of Jesus, which the evangelist witnesses, unless he had received something from her. Again, the apostle says, both he that sanctifies, namely Christ, 
and they who are sanctified, namely Christ's faithful, are all of one, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare your name to my brethren. And further on, therefore, because the children are partakers of the flesh and blood, he also himself in like manner has been partaker of the same. But if Christ had a heavenly body only, clearly, since we have an earthly body, we are not one with him, and consequently we cannot be called his brothers. Neither did he himself partake of flesh and blood, for we know that flesh and blood are composed of the lower elements and are not of the celestial nature. Plainly, therefore, the position aforesaid is contrary to the apostolic teaching. The points on which they rely are clearly frivolous, for Christ did not descend from heaven according to soul or to body, but inasmuch as he was God. And this can be gathered from the very words of our Lord. For when he was saying, no man has ascended into heaven, but he that descended from heaven, he added, the son of man who is in heaven. In which he is pointing out that he has not so descended from heaven that he has not for all that ceased to be in heaven. But this is proper to deity, so to be on earth as to fill the heaven also. As Jeremiah has it, I fill heaven and earth. Therefore, the Son of God does not have to descend from heaven by a local motion, for that is moved locally, so approaches one place as to withdraw from another. Therefore, the Son of God is said to have descended in that he joined an earthly substance to himself, just as the apostle calls him emptied in that he took the form of a servant, in such wise nonetheless that he did not lose the nature of divinity. However, that which they assume for the root of this position, the foregoing shows to be false, for it was made plain in book two that bodily things are not from the devil, but are made by God.